Hey everyone, welcome to the Church Brand Guide podcast. My name is Michael Prasad. This is the podcast where we want to serve you as a virtual communications director to provide clear communication strategy because we believe that confusion is the enemy of your vision. On the podcast today, I've got a friend of mine, uh, Jamie Santos, who's going to be talking to us from a pastoral perspective, an executive pastor. So Jamie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Michael. It's good to be with you and good to be with all your listeners today. And it's such a privilege for the invitation to come. And I'm excited about this podcast today. Thanks. I, yeah, I really appreciate it. Um, what, what, uh, we've talked about some, had some conversations recently and I was like, man, we, I got to have Jamie on just to share his perspective on communications and, and how that's working. And as an executive pastor, how, how he's making, uh, driving forward with some of that. And I've also got a uh, kind of a special relationship uh, with Jamie and Life Mission Church, where I was actually in the game with them for a while, serving um, pretty much on staff um, and helping develop systems on the on from the inside out. So Jamie will share a little bit about that as well, how how that's going. And um, uh, so so Jamie, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about who you are? Sure, absolutely. I was born and raised in Florida, um, in the in that area of Orlando, and uh, got received Jesus at a local Assembly of God church and gave my life to Christ at a young age um, in my middle teenage years and just followed Christ ever since and been involved in ministry from volunteering to uh, working on staff as a staff pastor and now um, at the executive level um, area here at Life Mission Church. So a little over 20 years of ministry experience that I've been able to serve. Uh, Around six years of that has been full-time volunteering, but also uh, vocationally uh, involved in ministry for that long. And yeah, it's been a great blessing. And we moved here a little over two, almost two years ago uh, after a tragic event with our son. And uh, we wanted to be closer to family in this area. So we relocated to the Kansas City area uh, to be closer to family. And that's where we're at today and excited, excited about what God's doing. Awesome. And you've got a, you, you've had a business for a little while too, uh, for a season, right? You had a business. We did. Right. In, in addition to ministry, I also owned a finance company out of Orlando, Florida, uh, for a period of a little over five and a half, six years where we facilitated high level, high net worth transactions for international based clients. And, um, it was a great season in addition to ministry and serving and traveling and speaking. Um, but it was great. Absolutely. Uh, and I, th- I like that because it gives a little bit more context to your perspective on, because um, because I do believe that you you've got this great perspective on church and ministry, uh, but then you've got this business background too that um, that's been really great to to see. Yeah. So why don't you describe Life Mission Church in your own words? What, what type of church is Life Mission Church? <laughs> uh, Life Mission Church. We're a non-denominational, interdenominational church here in uh, Olathe, Kansas. Uh, Life Mission Church is a very uh, unique church in a good way in the fact that we really focus heavily on missions, thus our name, Life Mission, and uh, we're very pioneering, very uh, planting organization where we have helped plant over four churches um, across the country, as well as uh, campuses here south of here, and we're about to open up a new campus coming up 30 minutes north of Kansas City where we're at in the area of Kansas City, Kansas. 
And so Life Mission Church, you know, we primarily focus on five purposes. We want people to experience salvation, family, freedom, growth, and mission. And we're very intentional about wanting to see people grow in their journey with God. And we embrace them right exactly where they are at. So Life Mission, you know, we love God. Uh, We love people. Our mission is go. And we're going to tell everybody we can about Jesus uh, all over the world. So with Life Mission, we, um, we helped redesign the branding uh, uh, maybe 2015 or 16, right in there somewhere. And it was, it was really cool uh, to be part of that process. Uh, in fact, it's, it's my home church, and I got invited into the process of uh, designing a new brand. And uh, it was really special for me to do that. Um, and I learned a lot about you know, the, the, the background, the history, the vision of where the church wants to go. And uh, we, we uh, designed a logo to represent that. Uh, represent it to the community and uh, some other things came from that some environmental designs and some signage on the property and uh, it's a beautiful campus uh, Jamie how many people do you think on a weekend or on average uh, come on to average, average we have around 2,000 attenders that attend uh, we probably have a church of close to 4,000 just because everybody doesn't come all at the same time just like every other church in America but uh, I would say weekly attendance, uh, not evangelistically speaking, but uh, we're right around 2,000. There should be like a, the average weekly attendance than like the Easter attendance number. Right. Is, when <laughs> right. everybody shows up, that's what it is. That's right. But um, yeah, it's a great church. And this, this idea of go, I, like this is truly in the DNA of the church. I mean, yes. the pastors, the leadership, everybody like w- had a missions background, like literally traveling all over the world and doing missions work. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's part of the DNA of the church. Yeah. So the, the actual design for the logo is this idea of like this globe with arrows going into it. And it's, uh, you know, this, uh, if you go to that church and one of the things I love about the church is that it's a mentality of like going with your faith and doing something with it. And um, actually, Jamie, just a little while ago, I announced that um, we're actually, my family is actually going to go and we're going to help <laughs> be a part of a plant, a church plant that Life Mission is launching in yeah. in South Florida, and so I'm super excited about Exciting. that. Come up, come up on it. Yeah. Um, so, what is your role as the executive pastor? Why don't you describe what you do and um, what, what what that looks like at Life Mission? Sure, I uh, get the privilege and honor to serve Pastor Clint um, as the executive pastor, and my duties uh, range from serving our uh, operations team, which consists of our communications department, our facilities team as well as our finance and operational component. Also get the privilege of serving our connections department. And uh, that primarily we focus on multiplication of our life groups and uh, getting involved, if you will, lack of better terms, getting in the weeds of uh, uh, getting involved in people's lives and caring for them and assimilating our new guests and our new believers um, into uh, Life Mission Church, into our mission and all those great things. I also oversee our Next Gen Ministry with our, our pastors that oversee our students, um, as well as all of our frontline area ministry, which is our campuses and our campus development. Of course, we have people that oversee all of those that uh, report up through my office, but I get the honor and privilege to serve them uh, through humility and honor uh, to see them grow in their journey with God, but also get to grow uh, their areas of ministry here. So I focus a lot. Um, on really pouring into those leaders so that they can not only hear from God, but also be a doer of God's word and see multiplication happen uh, in their areas of ministry. 
Wow. So that, that is great. I think, um, so you're to oversimplify, uh, you're basically responsible to help, um, attract people to the church and then help them stick around. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's uh, right. Which means like you're the perfect guy for this podcast. So thanks yes. for coming on. Um, I'd love to get some insights on uh, some of what you're doing uh, to to help do that because I think everybody on this that's listening to this podcast, the reason why they're listening to this podcast is they they want to get better at attracting people and yeah. at, at helping them to stick around. Uh, there's, yeah. there's this thing in the church world called the back door. Um, and it's when people come and then after a while, like you don't see them again. And this idea like, oh, I guess they must have left through the back door. We didn't notice. Right. Right. Um, hey, Jamie, what's, I guess, what's your, just in general, what's your uh, experience with that? Like uh, retaining people and like, what are some ideas that you have right now that you're working on? Sure. And, you know, anytime in business, whether it's a corporate uh, position or whether it's in ministry, you know, we always hear about this bell curve and you know there's ups and there's downs and so the brand and uh the leveraging of the brand the promotions of of the dna of life mission and how we go about facilitating that is is extremely important and so one of the ways right now that we're currently in the process of really analyzing is really how do we uh, attract young families continue to attract young families i should say that does meet uh, our demographics of our reach of young families that we're really trying to go after, and then really create processes and systems that support people. So rather than creating a system and expecting people to function into that, what we do is we analyze who our people are, and we create systems, process, and structure to support our people, to get them engaged, get them involved in the ministry. And so we know uh, within 24 hours of a visit, of a new family, we have that amount of time to be able to reach them, to connect with them. And so we're working on all of those things right now, not just letters, not just emails, and not just texts, but really taking upon the nature of what Jesus would do is he went to people and he connected with people right where they are. So we're doing that through our first impressions, through our kids ministry, with first time uh, parents that come with kids and um, also our, our adults that come without kids and really working uh, that model to really serve and support our community in that, in that context. And so uh, when people come, they know our mission is go our pastor uh, and Michael, you've done a really great job at helping build our brand uh, because everywhere we look, you can see our mission is go. We love God. We love others. And we do that through the context of, of serving each other. And you've done a great job. At really building. I want to commend you on that. We appreciate you much, but uh, those are some of the ways. Um, and then also increasing our level of discipleship with our students and how do we really get involved in, in current culture today with our students and really to get in right where they are at and then build ministry around uh, that context. So we do that in a couple of different ways. One of the main ways is small groups really building discipleship and those kind of things. So a lot of these are the ministry components, but on the promotional side of things um, that, you know, what we're really wanting to dig into is really helping build brand. And so leveraging social media is important. Um, looking at our website, how do we promote um, our ministries and events? We're looking at those ways as well uh, to continue leveraging uh, what God is giving us. And it's all really about stewardship. 
and stewarding the brand, stewarding the vision, the mission, and the purpose uh, well. So those are some of the areas as far yeah. as the ministry side. The natural side of the communications, we can kind of dive into some of the logistics of things that I've done in the communications department to maybe help facilitate some of those things, if you want to talk about that. Yeah, we'll get into that for sure. Um, but a couple of things I captured w- with what you just said is that um, you're creating some systems around the people that are uh, you're wanting to attract. So yes. the idea of you want them to come and then you want to pay attention to them and develop some systems around them so that you can right. serve them really well. Um, so that, that I, I love that. Cause, and then the idea of systems, um, meaning, uh, and you can clarify if I'm missing it, but basically repeatable processes that are yes. able to be executed on a consistently high level to then <clears throat> engage with people or to accomplish a certain goal or task, right? Is it something along those lines? Yeah, absolutely. And also replicable at our campuses as well. So what we do here at the central campus, we want uh, to replicate that at the campus level and uh, things. But absolutely, yes, we want we want people to feel when they come into Life Mission Church that we are a family and that they belong in this family from the moment they step into our door. And we create systems around that whole idea. Have you ever been frustrated as a church communicator because you're always playing from behind when it comes to promoting things? One of the great struggles we see churches have is that they're always playing catch-up when it comes to event promotions. The results are you get average attendance, the same people are showing up at the events every time, and really you're not seeing a difference after the event. You're using up all sorts of resources, but you're really not moving the needle when it comes to church growth. I want to introduce you to a simple system that will help you plan ahead of time, way ahead of time. This is the key to creative innovation where you see great results. People show up to your events and not only that, but they come back to church after the event. What if you could sit down with your team and in less than an hour you can plan out your entire year of promotions. You can have your budget in place to know what you're going to spend and you can know exactly when you need to start promotions for every event. I've seen this have tremendous results for the churches that we serve. That's why I created this event promotion course to help you provide amazing marketing that gets people to respond. The goal of this system is to help people come back to your church. How many times have you had an event and people show up but you never see them again? This is going to help you fix that problem. There are three keys to this system. The first is a tier structure that allows you to allocate resources for all your event promotions for the year and to budget properly. The second is an event promotions calendar that allows you to plan your promotions months ahead of time. This will allow you to be really innovative with your marketing. The final key is that you will have an events promotion playbook that allows you to do the right things consistently over time, which builds trust with your congregation and with your community. One of the truly great benefits of this system is that it allows you to get church leadership together ahead of time to look months ahead for promoting your events. This will result in creativity and innovations that will really get you better results than you've ever seen before. Henry Ford once said, if you keep on doing what you've always done, you'll keep on having the results that you've always had. 
I want to encourage you to get this events promotion course so that you can get better results than you've had in the past so that your events truly are a catalyst for church growth. This course includes training videos and downloadable documents that are editable so you can input your own church information as you learn the system. I am believing that you will see people come to your church in a greater way. So with a church at your size, like systems are critical um, yes. to, to help things happen. So just an example, like if you're part of a church, um, you've probably seen it before. You, you've got this great greeter that's like a, you know, amazing person. And when they're there, you know, people are greeted really well. But then when they're not there, there there's like a drop off that takes place. Right. Um, but with with um, one of the things I've learned from larger churches is that they, they begin to create systems so that it doesn't depend on the one person. That's amazing. Uh, you could probably take some of the things that they do and then create like a checklist of like, here's what I want everybody to do. And right. then be, be able to create a replicatable process yeah. that allows a consistent experience, no matter who's filling that role at, at the time. So why don't you tell me about this thing called starting point as well? Cause I think that's one of the cool things I've seen implemented uh, kind of come on, unpack starting point and what some of the results are from starting point. Starting point is uh, very similar to many of your listeners probably know about growth track and things of that nature. But starting point is really an invitation for all of our new guests and people that have come over the last several months that have not been able to engage. Starting point is a great opportunity. Um, and we promote that very heavily because we value our starting point uh, opportunity. And in that class, we share about the history and the DNA of Life Mission Church. But we also talk about how they can be involved in serving and through membership and generosity and those kind of things. And starting point really has become um, really a staple uh, for us. Um, we have seen an enormous amount of people stick into our church and get involved in their serving uh, because they went to starting point. And it really unpacks who we are as a church. It unpacks uh, where we're going as a church, but it also talks about their involvement and how they can use their God-given gifts and talents, as well as abilities to serve in the kingdom of God through Life Mission Church. Yeah, and it's, it's a great example of the systems that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, literally, there's some videos that Pastor Clint's recorded that other pastors right. have recorded with specific messaging. And then there's a facilitator that takes people through like from video to video and some exercises. Uh, it's two weeks long. And once you get through it, like you're ready to go, ready to get plugged in somewhere. And then it repeats every month and it repeats on every campus. And it, it, it's the beauty of a system is that You've, you put a lot of time and energy into it once, and then, man, you get to use it a, a, a bunch of times. So on the communication side, um, why don't you unpack maybe a couple of systems that you're using to help you on the – so, again, you, you mentioned just a bit earlier your role in the communications department yeah. of, at the church. Um, so why don't you tell me a little bit about the, the, the role and some of your ideas and systems that you're doing through communications? You know, when I came on staff, I, uh, I was introduced to two main uh, things that uh, you were so instrumental in helping guide and lead our church. And one is our church branding guide. Um, and that itself has been uh, an enormous blessing to us uh, from a place of stability because 
with a large church and a large staff also comes a lot of personalities uh, that want to do all kinds of things. <laughs> and uh, this guide helps center us in the way we promote. And so the branding guy with our, our fonts and all the colors, the color palettes and, and so on and so forth, uh, you've been really instrumental in helping us keep into that center lane. The other is our, our what we call our tiering document. And that tiering document is primarily all about promotions. It's uh, what levels of promotion. So whether it's uh, social media, whether it's pre-service slides, um, our, uh, our pastoral team announcing it from the stage as to what's going on, and uh, so on and so forth. And that tiering document has been very instrumental in helping us guide how we promote the various events, such as our men's events, our women's events. We do a big outreach every year and so on and so forth. And so as people uh, submit their request, they know what tiering they're in. So they know what kind of expectation they can get. So those are the two things that have been great. The things that I've been able to kind of build upon uh, those two areas, primarily the tiering document is really uh, looking at that, analyzing how we promote the ministry growth drivers of Life Mission Church. We have said that our connections department, our next gen uh, department are all growth drivers of our church. And so we, we have reevaluated and are evaluating that tiering document to put them in various tiers that give them more maybe heavier promotions as it relates because we believe and value kids and we value students and value assimilating people you know, into the family of God. Um, also, what we've done is create an internal request, online request, and we leverage eSpace to do that. And we've created forms in there. We've created specific questions. We've asked them, what is the why of the event? We asked them to explain um, all those various things. And so as that comes in uh, into the communications manager, we're able to have clarity um, on the initial request versus somebody just popping in. Um, we're shooting an email and those kind of things. So it keeps people out of the communications office and it automates the, uh, it automates the whole request system. So the second thing we've done is also create a communications timeline. So as the request comes in based on the tiering and based on the answers of the questions, uh, we also have a timeline that we've created that we will come back, have a meeting uh, with them based on their tier level. And then we'll also dig down deep into the why of the event um, and, uh, and so on and so forth. And that has been very instrumental in helping us keep people accountable <laughs> uh, to structure and system. Uh, and that has been a great tool that we've been able to implement. I, I love the line of uh, keeping people out of the communications office. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> uh, so if, if you're out there in church world, you probably know the feeling of, uh, you know, if you're a designer or if you're a pastor or something, uh, there, there, there's something that happens where your, your graphic artist gets, you know, people visiting and uh, asking for stuff on the fly. So happens a lot in church world. And um, that's yeah. really, that's really funny that you said that. Do you, do you have a, um, a, maybe a story or, or something that kind of unpacks maybe what this has looked like, uh, maybe specifically for an event or whatever that might look like for you? Sure. You know, um, as it relates specifically to the communications, um, I'll talk about, you know, training the team on new, a new system. 
Um, so as we created the communications timeline, so when the requests come in, we've evaluated, and the communications now is accountable to the requestor, um, it has become a little frustrating to those that are last minute. Um, they know their event is coming and they're last minute. So it creates frustration on their end. And we've had to be able to stick, um, you know, to this is what we're doing. And, you know, you have to be a little organized, you know, going forward. So um, some of the stories are, uh, you know, it's been hard. It's been hard to retrain mindsets um, to uh, uh, honor, as I, I like to call it. And one of our values is to honor each other as a team and to honor each other by thinking ahead, have forward thinking in your request. So we had one specific event, big event, something we do a lot. And uh, we, we want you to promote about 10 week, eight to 10 weeks out and submit your request. This person uh, submitted something uh, three weeks <laughs> before the event. And although we have been encouraging, hey, this is coming up, we want to let you know, submit your request. We were chasing them down as a department and they were not responding. So they didn't get the higher level of promotion. And therefore, we didn't see as many people attend the event because of it. And I allowed that to happen. You know, as a leader, um, I wanted people to grow through the process uh, and to understand that we, we mean that. So that was a that was a story that we grew up, you know, we grew um, as an organization that this is what we're going to do and we're going to stick to it. That's really good. Thanks for sharing that. I think every sure. single person on this podcast can relate to, to, to that or some sort of situation like that on both, both ends of it, whether you've been the last minute person or you've been a recipient of having to rush a project or maybe yeah. pay extra for printing because it's rushed, you know, yeah. we're just being a better steward. And I love what you said. It's, it's creating a culture of honor. Yeah. Um, and really that's planning is honoring each other and we just like right. each other better <laughs> when, that's right. when that happens. Um, so I love that perspective. Um, is there any systems that maybe we implemented on a communication side that just didn't work? You know, um, everything that uh, you helped us, um, as our communications director is, has, has stuck. The only thing we've been able to do is really upgrade the tiering document and how we promote the various events and various ministries. Um, and what we've done by upgrade is just really centering our ministry growth drivers around that promotional event. But um, everything you've done is, has stuck. So uh, good job. Uh, <laughs> that's great. Great. Church cultures are different. So I never know like, you know, yeah. if it's going to, and actually that, that leads me to our audience question. So with our guests, I like to present a question that maybe we've received from our audience. Um, yeah. So Jamie, for you, I wanted to ask you, um, so Life Mission Church, um, man, you, you are a church that's led by the spirit. It's a, one of the beautiful things about the church um, that, that I love. And um, how do you make room for God's leading um, and still allow for strategic planning? Right. That's a loaded question, and uh, I'll try to summarize it in about a one minute or less, if I can, because <laughs> I could spend a whole podcast just on that question alone. Um, we believe that, you know, Jesus invites us to be led by Holy Spirit, and that he leads, and he guides us, and he directs us into all truth, and so we really value prayer um, as a church. 
Um, every Tuesday night, we invite the whole church to our Go Prayer meetings, and we pray for our community. We pray for our city. We pray for our officials. We pray for revival. Um, and so we make room uh, for prayer as a priority, not just words that we express, uh, but really it's heartfelt authenticity that we give to God. And we put our faith and our trust and confidence in his word that uh, as we pray his word, which is his will, we believe that it will manifest in Life Mission Church. And so we make prayer uh, a priority. This sounds clichéic. I hope every church prays, but we really value and make space and make room. So we do that. We pray as a team um, all the time. We also, once a month, do a staffing and equipping meeting. So on the natural side of things, I lead that meeting, and we are equipping our team with leadership principles, um, how to grow your influence. Uh, and also, I use that time to minister to our staff and minister to our team as well. So there's a spiritual component. And then there's a skill set competency component as well that we combine together in that once a month uh, meeting. And there's many other things, but really our weekend services as any other church, it is a big, big deal. And one thing that we do every single week that I'm so proud of our pastor for doing is uh, right at coming out of worship, he'll give an altar call right in the presence of the Lord. And it's beautiful. And people every single week raise their hands and they walk the aisle in our three services and they give their life to Jesus. And, um, you know, those are things that we love. We're always going to be passionate worshipers, but those are some of the basics of uh, an overview of what we do. Uh, that's really good. I, I think the, the prayer component is, um, in, in, my, in my perspective, from my perspective, like that's just inviting God into the, the process. So if you are going to create a system, let's take starting point, for example, um, that's repeatable and it's got these different pieces and parts and everything that kind of works together to create a consistent experience. Like you can pray and ask God, like, what does this need to look like? And then develop a system with God's guidance that gets executed for years and does an amazing job. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Prayer and God's leading and everything is a part, like it's not two sides. It's not two different competing ideas they're the same idea god god can plan he can help you plan uh, ahead of time (laughs) and he can also change your plans um and i feel like if you're just open-handed your palms up open-handed with whatever god wants to do um it's wise to plan it it helps everybody to honor each other like we talked about earlier but it also it's open-handed so if god wants to do something different then you're just you're just you're not so hanging on to the the plans that you aren't able to let go of what whatever God wants and let God do what he wants to do. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Michael, I'll say it this way. It's the spiritual and the natural coming together that really becomes an explosive force for God. So it's not either or, it's a both and. It's a combining of uh, the spirit leading you as you uh, conduct your day and your activities. And I tell our team uh, a lot in my one-on-one oversight meetings that the decisions that we make today and how we conduct ourselves today is what's going to shape and form Life Mission Church for the next 20 years. So every single day is vital and it's important to God and it's important to facilitate uh, his work in the kingdom here. I, I love um, I love branding and I've applied it to with my uh, with my family as well. So we have we have a family brand guide, if you can believe that. It's like <laughs> probably can't because you know me. 
but we pray, my wife and I prayed about that. Uh, and we put that together with a lot of prayer. And so when we, when we decided to, hey, we want to be part of this church plant that Life Mission Church is, is doing, yeah. um, a big part of that was looking at our brand guide and asking the question, is this who we are? Is this who God designed us to be? And it wasn't a decision like on the whim, like, oh, let's, right. let's go do this. It was a very deeply rooted decision based on the values that God put inside of us. Right. And then through praying in the moment, like we, we felt like that was something that we needed to do. Right. Um, so I feel like that's, that's just one example of how, you know, both of those worlds, it's a spiritual journey that helps us yeah. actually come up with the plan to then yes. be able to make decisions with. Jamie, thanks for uh, joining us on the podcast. How can people find uh, out more about you or connect with you? Sure. Uh, a couple of years ago, or actually almost four years ago, our son tragically died of a, of a brain tumor. And uh, from there, we established a non-for-profit um, corporation called Faith Builders International. And you can find us online. It's faithbuildersintl.com. That's our website. And we focus on a cause base to where we raise funds for low to moderate income families and parents um, that, are, that have a child facing treatments for brain tumors. And uh, we really bless them with gasoline, groceries, and, and various things, connections to churches. And so Faith Builders International is, is where you can go, faithbuildersintl.com. I'm on Instagram at Jamie Santo, J-A-M-E-Y-S-A-N as a Nancy, T-O. You can find us there, and uh, we'd love to connect and be a blessing and appreciate the opportunity of being on. And you've also shared your story in a book, right? Um, it's called Still in the Storm. Yeah, where can people Where can people find that? Yeah, so I wrote this uh, a little bit, several months after Gavin. It's called Still in the Storm, and it's all about facing life's disappointments through the lens of faith and how to really draw closer to God in disappointing seasons in tragic and crisis moments and everybody goes through things whether it's a bankruptcy foreclosure uh, get fired from a job whatever it is everybody gets disappointed and so i share a little bit of the story of our son very little but then i also give new covenant biblical insight um, as it relates to how i've led my family uh, through this moment and season how we've all drawn closer to god and uh, been able to advance and move forward and i share principles in this book uh, biblical principles of how to move forward even when you feel like running away. And it's, uh, it's been great. I've been traveling and speaking all over the country, doing conferences and men's conferences. And it's been a great blessing to be able to not only share our story, but also really impact uh, through the teaching and the revelation of God's word that he shared with me. And uh, we continue to do that eight to 10 times a year. And it's a privilege to do it. Man, I love it. Thanks. Yeah, and I see what you did there. The still in the storm. It's got that double. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see I see what you did. It's peace. <laughs> peace in the midst of the storm. And, and it comes from the chapter, you know, where Jesus is in the boat sleeping and all the disciples get scared. And so we take it from that premise and we build on that. And we really teach uh, and minister along those lines to really help the body of Christ move forward in life uh, by trusting God. And I always say this, faith is the fuel and the vehicle of hope that takes us from where we are to where God wants to take us. Man, that's awesome. Thanks, uh, thanks again for coming on the podcast. Um, I feel like we, we like to present tactics on the podcast for marketing and communication and branding and all these kind of technical, technical things. And really, that's the DNA of the podcast. 
but I love the spiritual perspective that you brought today um, to help us unpack that same topic, but just from a, uh, a spiritual component. So uh, Jamie, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you, Michael. God bless you. My hope is that this podcast is a help to you. There are three ways you can support this podcast. One is to subscribe. Second is to share it so other people can be helped by it. And the third way is to leave a review. Thank you.